Hello, awesome people. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Janine Marie Wildhart, and this is The Warrior. Today, I want, to hear, I want you to hear my testimony. I don't usually give my testimony because it's like, I don't want to relive my past again. <laughs> but your past can be a stepping stone to help people out. So, I felt led to give my testimony. And, um, feel free not to judge. Because, for you will be judged too. I will use scripture. So, scripture is what is based on my life. Before I got started in my walk, um, God gave me scripture. Isaiah 41.10 was the first one I ever heard him give me. But fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. With that, let's pray, and we'll get to what I'm going to say. Father God, be with this time. Give me the word to say. Hide me behind the cross. And I pray that my testimony will help somebody out there. And I pray whatever I say that it won't go away. And I pray that people will get a sense that you use people that are so outcast by the world and you use them for your glory. In Jesus' name. As you know, my real name is not Janae Wildheart. That is a nickname God gave me. From the word God. That name means I'm all about Christ and He dwells in my heart. So that is the nickname that God gave me and I carry that probably. Um, I'm not going to give my last name because I, I really don't want to. Um, I was born in New York, upstate New York, um, a little town called Clifton Springs. Hospital. Um, I have a mom and dad. I've been in Shawana. Um, I was not adopted, but I adopted my dad's last name, which is Baldwin. Um, I have three siblings. Shawna, Ivan, and Ian, which I love dearly. Even though we have a rugged past, we are united as one. We are beautiful children. Um, me personally, I was born with a poor brain. Yeah, how advanced that. I do not want no no pity. I don't like that. I get enough of that I got enough of that in life. I don't want pity, I don't welcome it. I was born with slow brain, so life was pretty challenging for me. I walk in school, speech, learning how to do stuff that regular kids know how to do before the age of two. So my brain right now is a 30-year-old woman. So with that said, I love the person I am. I love that I'm unique.
So, anyways, anywho, um, I got made fun of, and I mean real here, by family and friends, by family and others. I wore glasses. Um, I wasn't made fun of. But one thing that is in this, God took me from my dad one day. He carried me to heaven and he said, I'm not done with you. And now that I'm older, I can see why he wasn't done with me. I wasn't, I wasn't rich. My family is not rich. We lived off the government big time. My dad worked. Um, my family was poor. We lived in the farmhouse that my grandfather and grandmother had. We were poor. But we tried to make what was. We lived off the government a lot, but I was bullied and in preschool, a girl pushed me in the corner of a cabinet and I had blood on my head. My aunt had to come and give me thing, that one. And, you know, there was different part of my life I got called names. I was bullied. I had a birthright. People called that poop thing. I was really good when I got to on my own I got it taken off. Praise the Lord for small miracles. But uh, to the bad to the good there was a young woman that took me and my sister to church. We were Presbyterian. And in New York, there was this town called Newark. And not Newark, New Jersey. I know what people think. No, Newark. Syracuse Register area. And this lady would pick us up from elementary school and take us to church and eat dinner there. I love that. And we made plants, plaques, took it to Grandma and Grandpa. I know my dog is in the down their head. And, you know, I didn't know Christ. I just know there was a man. I didn't even know about the man. Just then my color in and went to church. It was a way to get out of it was fun. Then when I got older I saw a lot of things. I saw a girl get abused. Not me personally. I saw a girl named um Eric I forgot her name. Tanya. And her mom totally, totally wailed on her. So I got to see abuse at first hand. I got to see me be very, very friendly with the neighbors. I love my neighbor.
and they took me in under their arm and treated me like I was somebody. My family just too. Don't get me wrong. I love my family, but I became people's family. My own family. When my own family was, when my own family wasn't loving on me, somebody else. So God had angels watching over me. We moved down here. I'm gonna fast forward. When I moved down here, I went to elementary school. Teachers were mean. The first school I went to was McKissick, and I met a young lady named Miss Miss Waldrop. God bless her. So she died from cancer. Very nice woman. She took care of me in school when the teachers were being a butt. <laughs> but it was hard going to school and then go home. I never liked school. I loved going to elementary school. But I went to school, come home. And we had a good family. We had a family. My dad and my mom were still together. That would come and play in a minute. <laughs> my dad, I never did drugs. Never touched the mess. Never, never been arrested. Always been a, a, a great person. Tried to be a good person. My soldier was one of them. That was one of God's top angels. God rest her soul. I shed my head. Uh, in 2018, I shed my head because of her. Because she had breast cancer. That's where we moved to six months. And my dad, Christmas Eve. I remember what it was yesterday. Told my mom I'm leaving. Got all four kids in there. I said, Daddy's leaving. I met the woman I thought she was beautiful. Her name was Carolyn Baldwin. I went to Pickens Elementary. I fast forward a little bit. I left some chapters. Went to Pickens Elementary, got honored with AB honors. I skipped one grade because I was taller. I I loved Pickens Elementary. Um, there was a teacher there called Victor Wade. That was nice to me. He was a very sweetheart. And People leave footprints in your heart. These people left footprints. While I was in sixth room, we went to church. I four kids, get on the bus, go to vacation, went to Sunday school, talked about Jesus. I knew about Jesus, but not know him personally. I know that there was a dude. <laughs> But never, never knew who he was. 
first one. Fast forward, my parents got divorced, and this is where my world turned upside down. My mom dated men. One of them found out was a pedophile. He grew up with little children. And then Noah. If he would have kids, beware of dogs. He molested a lot of children. I'm not going into my personal list for that one. But this guy took us to Myrtle Beach and left me with a lot of freckles on my backside because I baked. So I had welts on my back. I was sick and this guy didn't care. There was a lot of things in my past that I could have stopped. That was one of them. My brothers bullied me. I love my brothers. I forgive them. But, but my dad was a key factor. Because if he didn't leave, none of this would happen. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I don't know. But... I lived with my dad, and a lot of things happened there that I didn't like. But I learned how to deal with it. I didn't face it, okay? This is gonna, it's gonna get to this point. I didn't face a lot of things in my past. I started bottling up, started becoming luggage. And I met some cool friends, met some friends that got me on the streets that got stunned for four weeks. And I was dehydrated the whole time. But God was there. You know, when we're in Christ, we come a new creation. And I even came close to selling myself a Satan just to have my voice speaking out. And God said, no, you're mine. You don't know this, but even when you play church and you serve God as Savior, you're still part of Him. <coughs> I'm His. So, <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. But, I did stuff I wasn't proud of. Having sex with other people in my life. I lived on my own. I started living on my own when I was 30. I read. Okay, let me back up on something. I got married. I wasn't happy. I thought being married was going to change my life. Made it worse. Put more candle on that fire, and I'm going to get to that point in a minute. I married a second time. And I actually love the guy. Put more candle on my fire. I set the Christ the Savior. Signed the book of Jesus Freak. Did my life get easier? No. Until I started giving God everything. And stopped playing church. 
and stop serving two masters. Everybody says you talk about that every time you get on here. Because I used to do it. I stopped putting childish stuff away. It says in 1 Corinthians 13, I put childish stuff away and became a woman. See, we get this persona that we can have God on the put God on the shelf, and when things happen, we put them, take them off, and then put them back. It's like a child. You play like a puppy. You have a puppy, and you're happy about it. And then when things don't go your way, you put the puppy up for adoption or abandonment. That's what we do with God. And I I did that all my life. I even went so far, so far to even the love part, where I thought people loved me when I was giving them what they wanted. I was everybody's favorite because I had a check on me. Everybody was my buddy. But when the check runs out, they abandoned it. You know, it's, it's sad, but it's true that when life is going great, we praise God, but when life is going horrible, we abandon God. And tell God we don't want you because you didn't live up to your standards. Guess what? Take the kitchen and suck it up. Life is not always what you want. I disobey God a lot in my life. Because I didn't know what I wanted. Everybody knew what. Everybody knew what I want, wanted, but they didn't. Everybody picked and choose my way, and I went with them on it. And guess what? It left me empty and left me feeling very, very confused. Back to my story, back to my testimony. 2000. 2005 changed my life forever. I signed the book Jesus Free. I said I'm going to submit myself to God, either even to death. That means if somebody put a gun in my head, I choose grace. That ain't an act. That's me personally. I was on a drama team, played church. I mean, I did it all. I was even doing ministry and having practice in what I preach. I needed to practice what I preach. I was up there doing the drama and going. I was serving two masters. I was pleasing God in the world. And God did not like it. So I married. I said I was married twice. First one, I didn't, I loved, but it got abusive. And I got abused all my life. It didn't stop with my marriage. It was with family and some of my friends. 
I fell in love with another guy. That first day that we went on, he even told me up front, our first set, all I wanted was sex. Sex was a big part of my life. I never escaped it. And so I started being, in 2018, I finally stopped. When I fell in love with a guy that is now my friend. I drunk, I got drunk, and I almost lost my life. Another thing, I done revolution drinking. Never stopped. Until I moved here. So God said, uh-uh. No. You can't do this no more. Alcohol started tasting worse and worse every day. So I stopped. I've been cold turkey for going on four years of being free from alcohol. So I turned to food. Food, like I said last time, food can be your drug. I started changing. Started being a better person. Let me say this in a nutshell. I'm not always together, but I'm going to tell you. I started finding ways to cope with depression. And none of them worked until I submitted to God. Like I said yesterday, a girl came up to me. I don't want to take you to North Georgia. They were having a healing for me. I didn't know how to forgive myself for what happened to me all through my life. I forgave everybody else, even the guy that molested kids. But I couldn't forgive Janae Wildheart. So when they asked me, do you forgive yourself? It took me five minutes to answer out. Finally, I said yes, and the chains were broken, and life started being breathed into me, and I started feeling better about me. I love myself. I think I'm an awesome person. My life has changed for the best. I'm not doing stuff I'm not supposed to. I'm head of a drama team now. Um, I got my own apartment. Got my own ministry here on the podcast. Um, I got a puppy. I got a dog. I service dog. But I don't let life burn me. I don't let bullying become a platform on my ministry. It's a ministry to tell people to not let the enemy bully you. Leave the luggage behind, please. Yes, counseling is a must. I still got issues. You don't. But to know that God has your back every single day is a wake up to the morning. And to know that God is using you for his platform. To not put God in a box. To let God be your life. That was a mission in my life. God being the center of it. If, if I meet a guy, he is supposed to be with God. Not this 
struggling to say, playing two masters, all that good bad stuff they're saying wants us to do. To live a sold out Christian life. And not trail away. Yeah, my mind goes wondering, maybe I'd be better if Christ wasn't in my life. Maybe he ain't real. I do get this question, but God does prove himself. You know, I'm going to look at this. Look at your life now. You're fully grown. And you know what? People notice it. So, if you're wondering if Janae's perfect, no. I am far, 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 far from perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfectionist. My house is a wreck. But you know what? At the end of the day, I can sleep well with God on my side. You know, some of you guys need to hear that. If you didn't, be God wouldn't give it to me. I know some of you guys are wondering, Janae, how do you do it? How do you cover up? No, I'm not covering up nothing. My life is in the light. I do have one disability, but it doesn't run me. All my life has been thrown in my face. I am classified in mental retardation. But God has proven me well, beautiful, capable of doing anything through him that gives me strength. You know, people say that to put a label. Don't let people run you. One. Two, let God guide you out of stuff. Three, try to live the best you can for his glory. And for them that don't know Christ, and you think I'm an outcast because of learning disabilities and all that, prove people wrong. Just them wrong. I was doing drama at the church, and I was doing, with God's help, I was awesome in him. And don't take credit for what he does. I am a leadership of a drama team. I do drama in my church. Well, Janae, you came a long way. Uh, yeah. But, you know, God is still awesome. And Janae is doing what she loves to do. And that's doing what God commands her to do. So I'm going to pray. And I pray whatever I said. Well, help you guys in your journey with him. That's right. Father God, I pray that somebody takes head over this. And not just take it as, oh, she's done good. Take it and apply it to their life as well. And Father, we give it. And I pray that they grow spiritually in, in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys have a blessed, blessed weekend. Weekend edition. Tomorrow. I hope you guys have a blessed day. God love you and so do I. I'm Janae Wildheart. And this is the Warrior signing off. Deuces.